want you to listen carefully to this first statement. One of my wife's favorite Old Testament stories is about King Jehoshaphat when the divided nation of Israel was under attack by the northern armies of their own kingdom. God had allowed division and war in the nation because of his own people's sin, because of King Jehoshaphat's own sin of compromise. But then the king prayed these words, O God, will you not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that comes against us, neither do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. We're going to set the stage today for the battle plans that must be implemented in America concerning the presidential election. We know that there has been an attack through corruption, but today, Pastor Hardika is going to talk about the biblical strategy for victory that will impact every family that takes heed to it. Liberty carries great responsibility or captivity will be the result. Let me say it again. Liberty carries responsibility or captivity will result. America does not have systemic racism. Systemic means it is designed in our system. It is not. The American government system was designed to give men freedom if they remain godly. It is by system design, a form of government that gives men freedom through being properly governed with their own hearts first. It gives us freedom to govern corruptly and to allow things like racism to flourish if the men who govern are racist at heart. It gives the socialist the right to govern if he is a socialist at heart. We are a government of the people and by the people. When that people takes God out of their hearts, his principles of love, justice, and freedom for all men out of their hearts, and when it says men do not have to work to eat, then our form of government will allow it the freedom to destroy itself. Every revolution must start by separating religion from government, ours more so than any other. It is the nature of liberty. Racism exists in America because men used liberty as an occasion to destroy other men's lives, just as so many Christians today use the liberty of grace to continue in sin until it destroys them. As such, the only way we will maintain our liberty, as we've had for generations, is through faith in God, love for one another without compromise, because of the color of one's skin or the content of their deformed character. If Christians hate the far left more than they have the love of God expressed, we can pray all we want, but this election will not have a good outcome. Israel was divided, as is America today. Judah was the southern kingdom. The much larger segment was known as either Samaria, the northern kingdom, or Israel, and they never had in their history a godly leader. Now, Judah was under attack by a vast army of foreign nations because the king had compromised by making a league with their ungodly brother, nation of Samaria. Imagine the prayer of this king of Judah for help, having known that it was because of his own sin that his whole nation was about to be defeated. He had learned from his father, Asa, when he reigned over Judah. 
when there was no peace, they had to put away their abominable idols, and then their wars would cease. Are you hearing this, church? Are you understanding what the real pivot point of this election is all about? And it's not economics, racism, socialism, or political superiority. Here's a short summary of what King Jehoshaphat learned from his father, King Asa, when he too found his nation under attack, this time by their brothers to the north, so he made a confederacy with Syria to help him. Because of this compromise, Asa and the nation was judged by God, and war was allowed to continue, and they were not allowed to subdue their enemies. Jehoshaphat was there as a young boy, watching his dad mess everything up. A prophet had told King Asa, the eyes of the Lord run back and forth throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Herein you have done foolishly, therefore from henceforth you shall have wars. There are reasons why America hangs in the balance as we approach the end of this year. Remember, revolution starts when a nation rejects its trust in God and says, We will not be restricted by God's ways. We want to be free from God, not free by God. So they turn freedom of religion into freedom from religion in the name of not offending anyone, Except, of course, 51% of this Christian nation. Jehoshaphat took the leadership of Judah, and he was a good king. There was no war, but Israel asked Judah for help in their war, and it was Satan's plan to defeat Judah by appealing to the good heart of King Jehoshaphat to love his enemy brothers. But love without standards is as meaningless as freedom without morality. Ahab Israel's king planned all along to have Jehoshaphat killed, but God wouldn't allow it. And though Jehoshaphat had brought this upon himself by compromise, he was spared. However, a prophet told him on the eve of his own nation's destruction that wrath was upon him for helping an enemy of God. Again, are you hearing this? It was here that Judah was attacked by a vast army of foreigners— Jehoshaphat cried out, Now listen to this prayer. Are you not the God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in your hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand you? O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that comes against us. Neither do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. The answer came quickly. Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Now listen. Please, God gave Judah victory that day. A vast army lay defeated in plain sight the next day without a sword ever being drawn. But it was so because of a covenant promise of grace upon Judah. God gives victory to his people, not because they are any better than their opponents, but because of people who believe in his grace instead of their own perfection. 
If Christians expect their prayers this week to bring this nation around, they had better lose their dialogue of superiority over their friends, neighbors, and political opponents. Christians had better learn to walk with a repentant humility as they take a stand against the wrong in this nation. Remember, Judah was brought to the brink because of the sin of their own leader and saved by his reliance on God at the end. The last thing said before the victory came also supplies the necessary act of faith. Judah was told, Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise the Lord. Are you hearing this? There is nothing like praising God simply because He is our God that will release His power today. We were all created and appointed for the day in which we now live. God knows what He can do through our humble prayers of faith and of repentance. Though we have all sinned, He will be gracious to those that are willing to turn to Him. Our eyes are on you, O Lord. 